oats and dozy doats and little antsy divey, a kiddly divey too, wouldn't you? Hey Brad, do you want to take the time to tell us about what happened with you and the Super Smash Brothers last time? Wham! Do you understand why this is our song? I don't know if McKay's in there is like... Wait, this is my Yoshi. That's pretty good. Yoshi came... Yoshi! Yoshi! Yoshi came from an egg, right? Yeah. I'm not. Look, he can get himself back in an egg, and he also he can put other people in eggs. eggs, And sometimes you fall off the edge when he does it, and it's infuriating. If Yoshi's on the edge, you never want to approach him because he's just because he'll lick you, and then you're in an egg. Yeah, then you're gone. Don't f with him on the edge. Welcome back to Gamer Central, (laughs) a Twin Peaks podcast. We (laughs) game. This is way cooler than. Welcome back, gamers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what we're talking about is more important for this than that. Um. Hello, welcome back to Three Fish and a Percolator Twin Peaks Podcast. And we have a special guest today. This is the first time we've had a guest that's not married to me. Um, It's McKay Fritz. Not for long. Not yet, at least. McKay, do you want to introduce yourself? I thought you were going to be like, do you want to marry me? (laughs) 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 I'm McKay Fritz. I'm from South Weber, Utah. Um, There we go. They told me to lie about where I'm from, but I'm not going to. There we go. Nowhere cool, but uh, it's cool. I like Twin Peaks. Yes. I like I like the people in this room. So how much have you seen? Twin I've Peaks? seen everything, seen everything but for the return. The return. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so he's gonna McKay, be keeping his lips. Tell zipped. us a bit about your your background. Uh, how in depth do you want me to go? Well, well I want to go pedigree, to know. pedigree chart of like <laughs> ethnicity. How many of your ancestors do you think you could beat up? Uh, let's That's my see. question. I'm from mostly polygamist families. Oh, no, 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 As no, no, we no. As we all are. Okay, wait. I, re- I regret this line of questioning. I, I just wanted to know that the way I know you mostly the way that it's I through know comedy. you is through comedy, right. yeah. which is <clears throat> great, and I think that it would be cool for you to participate in this because I think that you'll be a wonderful addition. Thank you. Yeah. I, would you do this with us? Yeah. Now that we're already in? Okay. Will you yeah. do this marriage no, thing with I, me? <laughs> I, I'm always like hesitant to bring up that I do comedy mm-hmm. in front of people that I don't know well. Because they're like, cause then oh, they, really? They, you said they're, they're like, like, oh, do a funny, funny thing. Be funny yeah. then. Like, he's going to be funny. And then I'm like, if I'm not funny, then everybody's yeah. going to be like, if I'm yeah. not having a good day, then yeah. what, well, what am I going to do then? You <laughs> yeah. know, I just got to be funny. Just I just got to do it even though I don't feel it. <laughs> that's what all. Yeah. That's what all comedians you, do. Well, though. you know yeah. when like comedians make okay. a movie or a TV show where it's like really dramatic, sad stuff happens to yeah. them, and they're basically just like, "My life isn't great." Yeah, like, uh, I'm not always funny. I watch like Beautiful Boy, and I hear like Steve Carell like yelling at his son. He's like, "No, no!" I just think of like him like yelling from like <laughs> mm-hmm. his comedic roles yeah. and stuff. I'm like, this, "Well, I, I think I'm the thing is, now. like all comedians are secretly depressed." Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say and they all just, use that. Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, the comedian's like, "You know what? I need to." Show everyone how yeah. depressed I am instead mm-hmm. of burying ah. it. And we at, all thank you. Instead of at making Bo all Burnham. of you smile. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, or any, uh, any, any, any number of them. I, uh, like I understand also what you're saying because it's like, I would rather it was like, hey, that guy was pretty funny. It's like, oh, he, he does come in. Like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. And instead of being like, man, that guy wasn't as funny as I thought he was going to be because yeah. he said that he did comedy. Yeah. Yeah. You know how much it's like if you like met McKay and after like he does comedy, you're like, huh? Him? Oh, for, does he? That's a good try. Like, a, like a how nursing valiant home of him. Or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be sick to meet someone and they're like, "Hey, you should 
do comedy. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, I like, actually oh, do. Wow, like, you're so nice. But that never happens to me. <laughs> I, f- I like I do comedy, but I feel like me, oh, like neutral McKay is not a funny person, you know? Mm, I understand that. I think there's a lot of people that are hilarious that are kind of like that. Like, um, I'm trying to think of a guy. Like, there's a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, no. When I'm when I'm in my natural state, like nothing provoking me, I'm yeah. not funny. Yeah, I'm well, because the least funny people, I think, a lot of times are guys that like or girls that never turn it off. Right, and it's yeah. just this constant thing. You, they can't I, not. Be I've even been in groups character. of dudes where like they're like. They have a constant flow I'm of like the wild guy. bro humor going, yeah. and then they'll like find out that I do that. They're like, "There's no way you're like, there's no way you're like a like a cool. Way. You're like, <laughs> you're, you're not funny." It's like because I think like stand up takes like a lot of like preparation and stuff. Yeah. You have to be a giant dork about it, which I mm-hmm. think is awesome. The, there was a thing where like in high school you'd have like the class clowns who were just loud guys, and mm-hmm. then you have the class clowns who are like, "This guy's actually like smart. Like yeah. this guy's actually funny." Like, and like I would always be like. I wish I was like will, either of them. You guys should, yeah. <laughs> I would study them and I would try to figure out. I wish I could either get good grades and be doing? funny. What? Or... How are you getting yeah. all of these women? I don't understand. Well, I, that's the thing is like I feel like there's two types of comedians. Like type one is like just like naturally charismatic and extroverted, and mm-hmm. like because of that, the humor. Just I would comes say naturally. that your neck makes up probably point oh oh one. Right. That's like the Dane right. Cook yeah, comedians yeah, yeah. that aren't that funny and don't endure for they're very just, long. They're just out there, Cook is and okay. they get an audience because of their charisma yeah. mostly. And then you have the comedians that use humor as like a survival mechanism. Yeah. Because they're not that way at yeah. all. And so they just use humor as, like, to squeeze out any sort of charisma that they can. Mm-hmm. We had a cutaway shot of Dane Cook with a smile and listening to this podcast, picking up his phone, <laughs> dialing Brad's number, and then Brad said that, and he just put the phone back put down. He has a natural charismatic dude. Uh, it's really funny. Louis C.K. Um, recipes before he died in that horrible <laughs> masturbation accident. accident. Oh, jeez. Uh, he said, like, he's like, I, I'll approach women, and it always goes like this. They see me, they're, oh, and, he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, no, please, just give me a chance. I, I can yeah. say something really quick. Like, <laughs> don't, I know I'm, this is, ugh, it's I know. gross, don't, <laughs> but maybe I can <laughs> make you laugh. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, Brad's really ugly. So, <laughs> horribly disfigured. <sighs> We're going to head to the book house. Quasimodo vibes. We're going to head yeah, to the book house and real me quick. Are also here. Yeah, so oh, Kenna yeah, just gets to too. sit here just being like, yeah, I don't have to be funny. <laughs> Wait, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're going to transition. It was a effing compliment. I know, I'm just kidding. I was trying to <laughs> oh, make it Oh, really? Oh, like, so I'm just a pretty fuck? face? <laughs> oh, it's just my giant knockers? That's why you have oh, me on the show? the only reason why I'm here? And then when we do the... Yeah, anyway... What? So I was gonna say when we'd start doing the camera stuff, all, all, knockers camera, <laughs> <laughs> knockers cam. All the guys are like, "Oh, I gotta start watching the podcast." Do you guys ever? If, it, if so, don't. are there really podcasts you guys listen to that there are like video versions of it available? And do you watch them? I no, I don't have the time. I don't. Well, okay, hmm. this is gonna expose my nerdiness, but sometimes I'll watch Critical Role, which is like okay, a yeah, yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's awesome. the only one. That I ever watch. You'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. The I watch Midnight like highlights, Gospel. but that's because D and D podcasts are usually actually like <laughs> entertaining. Yeah. In, uh, aside from like commentary or talking, they're right. just so it's thoroughly story, entertaining. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll watch like highlights of an episode on like video because yeah. there'll be like YouTube highlights of like these funny moments or whatever. But mm. um, 
a lot I don't of the, the time podcasts, to... the only podcasts that I really listen to are like narrative podcasts where they're yeah. like talk about like different conspiracy theories or it's like Welcome to Night Vale type stuff where they yeah. like yeah. have like a pre-written that stuff. Fun. Conversational stuff I haven't gotten as much into except for some. That's why we call you QAnon Brad. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned so much about it. I... <laughs> That's funny. Well, now that we're in the book house, I'm going <clears> to <throat> just give a quick shout out to a couple of different fan things that we've been into recently. First of all, I've been getting into the back catalog, as in like the very first episodes of, um, of, uh, Sorry, Brad's messing with wires, and I, 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 nothing changed. But I appreciate your your efforts. <laughs> um, uh, I've been getting into the back catalog of Wrapped in Plastic, mm. the fanzine of Twin Peaks that started back in 1993. What? Yeah. Oh. Because I'm running out of stuff. But then, so there's running that. out of reasons to live. And <laughs> so I got a new David Lynch shirt. Yeah, and, and I got I got, I got a cardboard cutout of Kyle McLaughlin. That's, I'm actually you, wearing it. Did you know that you could actually buy that on the huh? on the Showtime store? That's awesome. Twenty dollars. That's kind of cool. Um, Twenty dollars. That's a good deal. That's a really good yeah. deal for Kyle McLaughlin cutout, life size. Maybe that's what should be right here. That's actually in true. In our studio. Wait, can we get Audrey? That would no, actually, yeah, I don't want to do that. No, no, you no, no, are, no. You guys are gonna come in one day, and I'm just gonna have all the whole cast here, be like talking to them, like, hey, like, guys. hey guys, you guys <laughs> remember <laughs> that part <laughs> when <laughs> you, you're gonna be sitting in the chair by yourself and have like three people. Yeah. Like, I can't believe you're all my best friends. <laughs> Gang's all here. <laughs> so just butt naked sitting on this table. <laughs> you guys are like, hey, why is the Harry S. Truman one under the under the bed? Don't touch that one. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> so uh, I also have gotten into the. YouTube page Take the Ring. It's this guy who does uh, deep dive like analysis theory stuff. He also did a really great video about what he did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, comedian. But um, comedian. I'm just kidding. Uh, so there's Take the Ring. And then he also appeared on this podcast Talking Backwards, which is really good too. Oh, yeah. Which also, after listening, I was like, oh, they, this is like exactly what we do and like mm-hmm. but there's a lot of podcasts who actually do what we do so i don't feel that bad but i was just kind of like oh this is pretty similar um but yeah that's the stuff i've been enjoying anything you guys from twin peaks i need someone to run our effing instagram page since i haven't been doing it it's like with this segment i i have to just be like mm, i don't yeah, do anything yeah, i'm can't. just here yeah because you can't really i'm not allowed. you a little bit too just because you haven't seen the return yeah a lot happens in return <clears throat> yeah I, so i've heard i am very much looking forward to watching it. had almost it. nothing like... I mean, you don't really get anything resolved, honestly. But there's a lot of information that... It changes like, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy stuff. It's It really is like the first half is all the way up to Firewalk with me, and the second half is the return. Yeah. And then, like, the secret history and the final dossier, like, play into it. Mm. Um, 12 a.m. is actually midnight. Okay. So, um... <laughs> You're gonna never just... forget that you're sitting in your bed punching yourself in the stomach trying to fall asleep. You ever have it like you're like your, you're just your like stomach. driving down the highway, having a like perfectly fine day, and then something dumb you did comes to your mind. You're just like, ah! and you're just like, and and you're like gripping you the steering wheel. Like, yeah. what? Oh, oh, I can throw myself. Why? Oncoming traffic. Oh, it's right there. Why? Yeah, Donna. Why? Why? Donna. <laughs> Oh my oh, gosh! I you forgot that that happened. Why? You know what's interesting is that this episode, Ken and I literally were like, "Dude, James is killing it." This episode, and then that scene happened. We're like, yeah. "Dang it! Like, why dang did he it. have to?" He smacks so the, the, the yeah, the stuff, the part where he like smacks. And Leland walks in like, 
What's my house? It's like, that's my mother's lamp. Leland's just sitting right off screen. I know. Everybody is just waiting. That's like, there's like a portal right there because everybody keeps showing up just like right then. Leland shows up right then. Don shows up right then. And both Cooper and Truman. James leaves. Leland's like with Don. He's like, "Can we stop treating our house like the new uh, roadhouse? Like, like it's, <laughs> can you guys like go hang out somewhere else? Cause somewhere else. Cause you guys are always talking. I'm like a room over. I hear everything you're saying. I'm trying to cry <laughs> myself to sleep upstairs, and you guys are yeah. making a lot of noise. Yeah, it's really hard for me and Sorry. Sarah to do. And Sarah is, as we haven't seen, she just. <laughs> 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 It'd be so funny. I thought you were talking about your wife. You re- oh, no, but uh, I mean, the same thing. It'd be so funny if you redid a scene in Twin Peaks, redid the sound design, where it's just all the different characters screaming in the yeah. background. Because like when Donna shows up at Harry's house, it would have just been like, oh, wait, we have Harry S- Harold Smith. I guess they don't call him Harry. Yeah. Harold Smith and Harold S. Truman. But anyway, Aerosmith? it'd be funny if you could just hear James <laughs> screaming in the background from the... Just... <laughs> What? I love when they do that in like different things, although like keep the audio going. Keep going. This, a, this is the most deep cut that I'm about to go on. I'm so sorry. It's not a deep cut. It's just stupid. But there's this game called Heavy Rain, and you're trying to find your son who gets like kidnapped. I think something in that game. But there was a there's a part where you're running through a building looking for him, and you're saying, Sean. Sean! Like, trying to find him, but there's a glitch in the game where you can keep saying it throughout, like, the whole part of the game. So you're, like, holding him, and you're, like, talking to him. He's, like, talking to you, like, Sean! Sean! So it was, like, you find your son, you're, like, Sean! Sean! It's, like, so stupid. All right. Cool. All right. So well, like I think we should just head into the episode. How's that sound to you guys? The waveform is, like, really strong. That's, yeah. We're peaking, like, nobody's business. Tweaking... Or Pekin and Twin Peaks. Tweaking and... Tweaking and Pekin. We get crazy. That was the original name, actually. (laughs) Out of all of the different, like, sound bites that I have here, this is the one I should have a fade out on, but every episode I just cut it at some point. (laughs) She's like, oh, we're done with this one. Oh, that's funny. (sighs) So when did you originally start watching Twin Peaks? Oh, man. Wonderful question. Um, let's see. I think it was 2018. I think they put they put it on Netflix. Yep. And I had always heard about Twin Peaks, but I never watched it. So I watched it back in 2018. I think I got through the first season on my own. Um, and then, like, I think it must have been the year after I moved down here, um, had some friends that were also interested in watching Twin Peaks. So we restarted. We watched all the way through season two, all of season two. And um, just like two months ago, I watched Firewalk with me. There you go. So that's my Twin Peaks journey up until this point. It takes about two years to watch season two if you're well yeah. adjusted. Yeah. Be. Yeah. It took you and I two weeks. Oh, with a lot of free time. Yeah. We watched the back half of season two in one day. The thing is, like, without spoiling anything here. Some parts of season two are just very hard to get through. Yeah. But that's so, yeah. Are the format of our show is going to be once we get to what I call the the drought, mm-hmm. we're going to be doing episodes are two episodes in one. So we can just. Yeah, that makes sense. We, I don't want to spend like in this an hour and a half yeah. talking about the Civil one War reenactment. Oh my oh gosh. My gosh. Well, there, there are like glimmers of brilliance. <laughs> Kenneth's just like, episodes, wait, what? You know? yeah, yeah. But there's just a lot of very unnecessary things. So the first, the first time I actually started like getting through Twin Peaks, I was in my first college apartment and one of my roommates was engaged 
but she would just his fiance would just come over and hang out even if he wasn't there and i watched the first episode and she i was like laying on a couch and she was sitting like yeah and she was sitting <laughs> like in the room we burned through like three episodes and it's like we we're just talking about theories and all that stuff and then and after word. that i was like no. i was like i i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> this feels really weird and so then i stopped watching it but um yeah the first time i ever heard about twin peaks was because of psych because they had their oh yeah they had the twin episode. peaks episode, i remember yeah. being like watching it because they had done the alfred hitchcock one the season before and i was like well, they have good taste. So what the heck is this? I hated that episode so much when I. But now, because it, but it's now great. it's I still. Hate That's going to be one of our first Patreon episodes. Is doing mm-hmm. that, Cap. Uh, yeah, I came home. I didn't want to watch anything, and like I, I don't know. I just felt like most TV shows. I was like not interested in for yeah. some reason. I had heard about Twin Peaks being really good, and I watched it when I was like, yeah, about the same time, 2018. I didn't ask, but mm. I'm telling you. Yeah, I think. You know, for me, it was like, it was then because that, I think that was around then when they put it on Netflix. Gotcha. Yeah. I think you're right. So, so I had a couple nerd friends. like Who forced you to do a podcast with them. me to do that. I knew yeah. some virgins. That, I, knew, uh, <laughs> who had virgin, a really, I knew a virgin and his who had, friend that. <laughs> that had more free time in their schedule than I did. I knew a married and, virgin and his friend. <laughs> <laughs> I waited till marriage you, and you then some. Like, <laughs> I have so I would much never sex. <laughs> okay. Episode 10. Or... The man behind glass. <clears throat> We're going to ask, what? Is that Harold? Yeah. yeah, it's got to be. I think so. He's not. He walks out from behind the glass. But he he's does. like in that. You know, he's like in the house. You know, he's like a bubble boy a little bit. Okay. But is that kind of like he's under, like he's a, he's like a piece of something underneath a microscope, do you think, from Donna? Because he can't escape. <laughs> under my thumb. Well, okay. I, I think under glass. But yeah, I mean, like magnifying glass, you know. Yeah. Well, he has that weird, like I like what like was he doing monocle. He was looking oh, true. Right. He was looking at um, the flowers. Donna's right. cuticles. Oh gosh. You, you need to take care of these. Um, <laughs> no, he was. Yeah, he was looking at the flowers, <laughs> and he just keeps that in his in his pocket. Yeah. We're gonna get to Harold. Anyway, yeah. it's the third episode of second season of Twin Peaks, and the eleventh episode of the series as a whole. Originally aired October thirteenth, nineteen ninety. I'm gonna read the Log Lady intro. Um, That's fine. Just because it's right here. Groovy. <coughs> Can you sound like her? <laughs> <laughs> Letters are symbols. They're the building blocks of words which form our language. Languages help us communicate. Even with complicated languages used by intelligent people, mis- misunderstanding is a common occurrence. We write things down sometimes. Letters. Words hoping they will serve us and those with whom we wish to communicate. Letters and words calling out for understanding. Can you imagine a children's show hosted by the log lady? Yeah. (laughs) Letters are symbols. Um, That'd be so funny. Make little stupid sounds. When you put the stupid little sounds together, you make (laughs) Make stupid stupid little words. words. And then your stupid little mouth can say some stupid little stuff. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) They shouldn't hire you to write it. This intro is really like inconspicuous, but it's like really... Uh, they're talking about the letters under their fingernails. Yeah. I didn't put that together. I didn't, I didn't put that together until just until now. Until I just read it. Yeah. That's great. Because it, it does seem Although kind of, she like, does more say that, like, sometimes usual. they miscommunicate. What do you think she's trying to say there? Okay. McKay will pass. Oh, what? Miscommunicate. Right? Yeah, hot potato. Just, I feel like this is a loaded question. Um, well, I mean, Robertson. So there's the R, B, yeah. and the T. Yep. And... It, it says Robert Robertson, right? And yeah. that, that ends up being 
Oh, a clue for something. Clue for something in the future. But really, Um, it's miscommunicated because it's supposed to mean ribbit. Ribbit. (laughs) Exactly. We all knew when we saw the RBNT that that's what it meant. (laughs) Can you imagine if the law enforcement was like, well, I guess we need to wait for more killings to get these letters. Get the rest of them. That's the only way we're going to know. Reuben b- bacon turkey sandwich. <clears throat> RBT. Um, <laughs> hey, can I get some Reuben on my sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> there is that, that brilliant, some, the brilliant bit. Bacon, redis, and tomato. Redis. Can I get redis? Um, the RBNT, and then Stupid. when Dick shows up. Yeah. And they're just like. like prohibited. Yeah. With robot. Yeah, robot. That's great. Too good. Okay, I need some help understanding this first scene. Harry helps order Lee's restrain Ronette in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Cooper and Albert enter. Okay, so the last, the end of the last episode was Bob crawling over the couch and then Cooper getting a call from Audrey. So Ronette starts freaking out in the middle of the night and they're just like, hey, Sheriff Truman, get down here. Like, homegirl's freaking out. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And then, like, 20 minutes of her still freaking out, Why and then Harry there? gets there. Because Ronette was freaking out. Well, Harry originally went there, and then he called Cooper and Albert. Which, is Albert staying in Twin Peaks now? I think he's been there for just a couple days. For a couple days, yeah. Because every episode's one day for in Twin what, Peaks. what, though? What did he show up for? He showed up to... First time it was for the autopsy, and then this time... It was because Cooper got shot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and Cole sent him. Okay, so... Cooper takes a sample from her fingernail, a small piece of paper uh, containing the letter B. This is so B. weird. This is the first time they found this. This is so ridiculous. Of all the things that ever happened in Twin Peaks, the pulling letters out from her fingernails is the, the grossest. So, gross. so like, yeah, what the made them yeah. want to do that? They're like, what made them be like, oh, let's check on anything? They don't really say. Because I thought I'm assuming the first time when <clears throat> they did. Well, someone put it under there recently. What? Oh, someone came to her in the middle crazy. of the night. Oh, that's what they're. That's what they don't say, which I feel like is really important that to is. say. Yeah. No, I had never picked that up. I thought it was she was freaking out. Because it was put there the there. same time that it was, Laura's was put there. No, because oh gosh, they, he checked true. on the first episode. Yeah, there was nothing. so someone visited oh, her in the middle of the night, put it so there, and that's why she's freaking out. That checks out. That's I had disgusting. never caught that before. Yeah, that's I really gross. think that's that gross. they should have said that. Yeah, or else it's like you're like, well, wait, you've already checked. Ronette is one of the most, not I won't say interesting, but like yeah. uh, interestingly used characters yeah, totally. in mm-hmm. Twin Peaks because she's she's only there when she needs to be, you know. Yeah. yeah. But I want to know so much more about her. Yeah, she's like she's it's like crazy. Bobby's she mom. She seems like she should yeah. be like this really, really, really important thing. Right. Because right? She, she's like an ace in the hole. She's, she's one alive. of the yeah. victims. She, yeah. she essentially went through she the same thing that Laura everything. did. Without dying. Yep. But she's so but effed up. She's just in a coma, and then she's going, you know, she has a, she's having going a panic dessert, attack. And then she's yeah. obsessing over train. The... Yeah. Train. 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 So, she said it just like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. That's, it's crazy. It's just interesting how they use her in the show. So I think it's interesting also that Cooper chooses this time, like this moment, to tell Harry and Albert about his visit from the giant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, he thought that was weird. I'll tell you some he, other weird he, shit. For for all for how charming Cooper is and how self aware he is, he does not have good segues into the weird crap that he's also into. No. He well, did not prepare Albert and Harry for hey, by the way. Um, this giant visit. And he's like, is this I at feel, all related to the dwarf? I feel like yeah. that's something that, that's one of the They're reasons called why... little people, but anyways, Albert. Yeah, no, I feel like that's one of the reasons why um 
he's so endearing is because he's so he sees yeah. these things all the time and he's so open about them. It's almost like he doesn't yeah. consider it he's to be not, that strange. Yeah, he's yeah. not like some some secret wizard who, you know, stays at home and pours through the books and tries to figure it out. He's no. just straight up like this is what I this saw. This is what I saw and this is yeah, and, and it's important and we're going to throw rocks at uh Secret Wizards are people who pour through the books. He's definitely not one true. of those. Not That's what Harold wizard. is. Speaking of, Donna visits Harold Smith, who offers her his hospitality. And he has many flowers. <laughs> yes, he does. He has many flowers in his living room, and he says he sent the letter for her to investigate Meals on Wheels. So it's hilarious. The person writing this, like thinking, like, what else could I say about Harold? He has many flowers. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Um. He. Uh. What does he say? So, He's like, is there any other judgments that you want to pass on me? Or I can't. Yeah, that's right. Kind of he. Savage he. For that. Yeah. He. Mm-hmm. He was throwing some shade. You got personal business. He was like, That's one of the He was true. like, by that you mean like, why am I so freaking weird? Yeah. Like, yeah. why why do I stay inside? Why is my okay. breath so stinky? Well, I'll tell you why. Also, do you mm. have anything else rude that you want to say? That's basically mm-hmm. what he right. Can I kiss you now? <laughs> I also Can I love... kiss you? Is that weird? I don't I'm know. a nice guy. Okay, I'll let you inside. <laughs> we, like we mentioned this when watching the episode, but he's just so attractive for being a shut in and like so fit. Uh, yeah. and he's got tumbler energy like, yeah. he's not disgusting he's got heavy tumbler energy yeah he is way into tyler creator and brock hampton i am oh, too yeah. but oh, he's yeah. the guy that you see at the concert just being like i like them before anyone like just like going <laughs> right. at it the suspenders sells you see him that. at the virtual concert <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's been loving COVID 19 for a while <laughs> yeah he was not even worried when no. it happened. He didn't, he say, didn't hear about it, actually. He, he didn't, didn't say exactly, like, diagnosis, why he is a shut-in, did he? No. no. I okay. imagine it's kind of like that guy in Benchwarmers <clears throat> that pees in bottles and is afraid of the sun. No, he says what he is later. I just don't... Yeah, he just didn't say this episode. Or something yeah. Like that. yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you say vegetarian? Mormon. I said Presbyterian. Oh, I said yeah, no, no, he's, he's Mormon. Mm-hmm. So he can't do it. Yeah. Um, he can't go outside. Well, no, Mormons aren't allowed to go outside, yeah. So here's my main question about about Harold, is that... So he says that he sent the letter to... In the first episode of the season, Donna gets a letter at the at the double R, which just sent a note, sent a letter. is like the main way of like communication in this town. And it says, look into the Meals on Wheels program. And it's basically like the episode out with me. I'm lonely. It's basically what he's trying to do. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Laura's gone. I don't have any friends now. It's only been like four days. The episode kind of alludes that the log lady was the one that gave her that note. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I She's totally at stuff when felt she that was telegraphed it. to yeah. me. But it wasn't. It was Harold. And it was from Donna. Or not Donna. It was from... Um, Norma, you. which Norma hasn't had a line of dialogue in two episodes. I miss her. So he says he is a shut-in because he cannot go outside, and that he was a mystery in Laura's life. He, he was, was like proud of that. He was like, yeah, I was a mystery to the mystery. <laughs> um, he asks Donna to place one of his orchids on her grave for him, and walks out to his greenhouse. He walks in. To his greenhouse. Yeah. It's inside his Anyway, yeah, it's he literally it's the, the kitchen. It's, it's the room. kitchen. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cool. It is. It really is really cool. cool. Um, and Donna takes the opportunity to when he is looking at her through glass to immediately go investigate a piece of paper that's yeah. sticking out from a book. Donna has. He's like no... looking straight at her. She's like. She has Donna no boundaries. Not She's not understanding any, any boundaries. Yeah. She She's... could have. She could have waited for a better moment. Yeah. But... For wanting to be Laura Palmer, she's not sneaky at all. Yeah. No, Laura would have done it better. Yeah. And on coke. Right. Um, 
What? Okay, so yeah, it says right here, Donna tries to pull a slip of paper from the bookshelf, but Harold interrupts her with a lady slipper orchid. Have a Coke and a smile. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I thought no, that was so <laughs> I spoke. intriguing, I spoke, this sorry. part, like, where he sees uh, Donna obviously trying to sneak into a secret compartment, yeah. and then it comes in, and he's not angry. He's just going to tell her about flowers. I think he likes, like, solve a mystery. Mm-hmm. It's creep. Yeah. I got some clues. He, has, he sees his living room as an escape room. I'm going to look away. Hope you don't find any clues. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I'm so mysterious. Where do orchids rank on your list of favorite flowers? I honestly really, I I personally do like orchids. You're allowed to, but yeah, they're not. They're not like. But you're on, wrong. They're right? not on top five. Kidding. They're not on top five. That's What's your top five? You want me to name off my top five? Yeah, we all can. Okay. I can, you seem I, very. I know, I know five flowers probably. So I. You're like daisy. Uh, sunflowers. Oh. <laughs> uh. Um, I like hydrangeas. Good. Probably I number don't know one. what those look they're, like. They're like those about... kind of balls of flowers with lots no, of little No, I don't care flowers. what they look like either. I just said I didn't. <laughs> okay. So, um, give me that. <laughs> just give me... <laughs> Here, we can have that. I don't think we're going to. Let's just keep moving along. Okay. Favorite okay. flowers? Uh, I don't know enough about all right, cool. flowers. But I will let's say hydrangeas. Yeah, I'm let's glad Harold's tulips. not here. He'd be pissed at all of you. Okay. So, um, Harold says Donna is every bit as lovely as Laura said she would be. So he's lying to and her. And she takes the orchid. No, because it that sentence is very misleading because it says Harold says Donna is every bit as lovely as Laura said she would be, and she takes the orchid and tells Harold that she will be back. At the station house, Cooper stands in front of a blackboard with the letters found <clears> under <throat> girl, the girl's fingernails and the names of the people who have seen Bob, Maddie, Mrs. Palmer, Cooper, Ronette, and a picture of Bob. He says the lines between the names are a psychic link that will lead them to him. Harry asks about the giants, and Albert dismisses it, then reports that the cocaine found in James' gas tank matched the cocaine found in Jacques' car and Leo's house, meaning that Leo framed James. Can cocaine match cocaine? Probably. <laughs> like, how does, does that work? Does cocaine equal cocaine? This, co- this is cocaine, and there's cocaine there. Well, what they do is well, they, they have, do, they they have, have two guys snort yeah, yeah. an equal amount, and then they fight each other, and if, they, if they're equally matched, then it's, <laughs> it is equal. It's just gridlock. They just do the same moves. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, all right, cool. Uh, I guess that works. The letter B found under Ronette's finger was cut from an, out from an edition of Flush World. He also says that he sent a picture of Bob to law enforcement agencies across the country and came up with nothing. I two things. First of all, it, it took him like fifteen minutes to find out it was from an edition of Flush World. No, like he's been reading that and he's like, oh, I right. remember seeing that. Oh, back I know on that B. Page. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's right here. Um, he's an avid reader. That B goes to boobies right here. I remember. <laughs> The bee came out of boobies. <laughs> um, uh, what was it we, we were saying BCE stood for? Uh, um, big Color Guard Energy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's found under the Big Color Guard Energy uh, section because it was a bee. <laughs> um, so he also sent the picture of Bob to law enforcement agencies across the country and came up with nothing. Nothing. Wouldn't you find like a, a single couple man. things? Yeah. yeah, right? Like, yeah. no, there's no one with long hair here. No. <laughs> Get, why would you assume this? Uh, he reports that Cooper was shot with a uh, Walther PPK. PPK. I don't like that. Same it's as Walther. James Bond. Yeah, the James, James Bond. Bond. On his way out, Albert insults Harry again. So Harry grabs Albert's collar and says that the last time he punched Albert, he felt sorry about it, but the next time will be a pleasure. So the person who writes these notes will just sum up a lot of important stuff and then just word for put word, a word yeah. for word yeah. what is in here. 
Albert states his philosophical convictions and says that he loves Sheriff Truman. See, I would have loved to have the philosophical convictions yeah. in there, which he basically so says true. he he tries to. He's like, I follow the path of Gandhi and the king. Yeah, and he basically just tries to like seek justice in the world, and he doesn't like aggression. Well, he's a very aggressive guy, so I feel I like that's his he's... crux. Beautiful scene. I love right. that really scene. Cool. That's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, it's really cool. I would not be sad if they kissed up until that point i was not the biggest fan of albert but then that scene hits and you're like yeah see that's that that was with me i was a huge fan of albert but this season i was like oh man he's really rude and then that happens and i'm just like now he's like top five he still for me is top five (laughs) favorite characters he's incredible i just love miguel ferreira um it's miguel ferreira by the way he's in uh robocop Shut up, bitch! (laughs) In the front of the station house, Cooper tells. I didn't know that, but he's in a ton of stuff. (laughs) You know, he's in Paul Thomas Anderson's first short film, right? Heart Eight, or what is it? Uh, The short film that inspired Heart Eight. In the front of the station house, Cooper tells James he can go home, but to stop trying to figure out everything. But to stop trying to figure. But to stop trying. That's right. I'm going to try that again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this sentence is written. So in the front of the station house, because it's been in front of, yeah. Cooper tells James he can go home, but to stop trying to figure out everything himself. To stop trying to figure everything out himself. That's, yeah. That is a nightmare. Yeah. We know what they're trying to say. Lucy tries to find words that use the letter B, T, and R. The foppish... Dick Tremaine foppish. then comes in. Foppish. That's what the fandom says. The, the so foppish funny. Dick Tremaine then comes in to take Lucy's to like lunch. I don't like carrying the foppish dick. I don't. The foppish, foppish dick. dick Tremaine <laughs> then comes in to take Sounds Lucy like a to lunch. Novel. <laughs> the the cattle hand and the foppish dick. The cattle hand. <laughs> Ken is like, why do I like that so much? Leland enters. Leland enters and ta- talks to the officers about the picture of Bob. He says that he knows him. When he was a little boy, his grandfather had a summer home and Bob was his neighbor. It just says that Bob was his neighbor, but he says this man. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, they're like the one-armed man and Philip Gerard aren't necessarily the same person in this universe. So it's like, that's a bit sloppy. Um, he lived in a white house and he thinks the name was Robertson. Cooper sends Hawk to the lake to investigate. Hawk's just so like, cool. oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I have no plans this weekend. I guess I'll just go right now. Got a backpack. Thanks, Coop. He's like, I wasn't on any other cases. There's not yeah. other things that demand my attention and time. Yeah, exactly. It's not like I have – I'm the only one in this station who has a girlfriend, Diane Shapiro. Okay? We're going to shoot guns this weekend. Thanks. I, I was almost done with the last stands of my new poem. <laughs> Leland says that Bob used to flick matches at him and ask, do you want to play with fire, little boy? It's great. Crazy. I love Effing awesome. this that's scene. What, yeah, me too. That's what uh, Laura, said, Laura to, said to James, to James the, uh, the, the yeah, night that she died. This is one of those scenes that when you get further, you just look back on it gives and you chills. you're like, wow. Yeah. Spooky. Spooky. Um, Lucy and Dick sit oh, at the counter. counter of the Double R Diner. Why, why does it say... Okay, so this is how it says. Lucy and Dick sit at the counter of the Double R Diner. Period. Richard talks about his method for memorizing customer orders, and Lucy asks why he's not called in six weeks after three months of going out every week and after their night on a bed in Horns Home Furnishings. 
I gotta go edit this page. Where? I this, know, is, honestly. this is terrifying. I love the switch to Wh- Richard. I know that was like the oh, author was tired person? of saying dick. Yeah, exactly. It's too embarrassing for them. It goes into a run-on sentence. She then reveals that she is pregnant. I don't care. Can we just move on? I don't care about. <laughs> no, that. I don't, <laughs> I don't yeah. care about Lucy and Dick. I don't. I, I, well, where's Andy? Andy wasn't in this Andy, entire Andy episode. Took this episode. He took a sick yeah. day to avoid seeing that yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Because he knew that he was going to be Oh, yeah, there. that's why that's they great. said that. Okay. He's like, I, he's like, because I went to the doctor and they said that I was sterile. And sure, I thought it meant I, I didn't need to take a bath. <laughs> but it means I can't, can't have babies. <laughs> I think Dick is hilarious. He is. He's, he's foppish. Oh, he's so funny. So funny. But at first, he's the worst. Yeah. He's, he's heinous, but he's What great. are your thoughts on Andy? I love Andy. I love Andy, too. How can you not love Andy? Yeah, he's great. (laughs) James and Madeline sit at the diner, the former asking about Donna's smoking. just realized something. What? About something in the future. Oh, okay. Don't say that. You do this every episode? No, I'm not going to say anything. There's just a certain... I can't... I don't think I can... I think you might know what I'm saying. Something very important with Dick in the future. No, no, no. Well, Well, kind of. Jermaine. There is. That's... No, that's... Oh, what? That's his last name? Well, just no, 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 no. You're 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 conflating two things now. Okay. Well, the thing I was gonna say is that there's a a certain fellow who uh, resembles a Marlon Brando, who oh, yes. I am now realizing could not be the person that no, I think of he is. Not. So that yeah. is so funny that he's the way that he is. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, I can't say this to you either. Oh my gosh, that's, that's as that's as cryptic was, as you can oh, get, and there's no way they will ever arrive no, at yeah, any consensus okay. of what that is. I, that's so funny that I just realized that. We have a lot to look forward to. Mm-hmm. So apparently, Matt Maddie's asking James about Donna smoking. James tells about Donna's visit to the prison, and how she seemed to want to want him through the bars. That's how they put do it. Do him. Yeah, he said the she wanted to do it through the bars. <laughs> It was crazy. So I don't. I don't think what you Sounds do. Somebody's like talking to a bro. Like <laughs> she wanted, she to, wanted do to do it through the, the bars, bro. Like. <laughs> Shotguns is milk. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, at the, what if the conversation was taking place at the same time? You hear the foppish dick talking about how he like <laughs> orders his clothes. Um, and the ties would be under T. <laughs> he just keeps going like in the background. So twenty percent off discount. Can I, you tell me if I'm correct in in what I'm about to say? When I think that talking to your side chick about your girlfriend's behavior is probably not a good idea. It's not. Um, yeah. yeah, it's not a good idea. I don't know idea. why With he's all doing of you this. and your side hose. James was well, like, Donna, so I, I imagine the scene began. They probably cut it for time or something. Uh-huh. Maddie's sitting at the double R. James comes in, sits right next to her in the booth. And then Maddie's like, is Donna coming? He's like, oh, I don't know. It just scooch just over. Open, like yeah, open bench across from them, mm-hmm. and then he tells her about. Right. He has one arm up on the on the oh, on, on the table, yeah. table in between them, and then the other one down. Yeah, I'm not. Kind of has nobody hand. else to go to to like, to, like to say that to. Big Ed is yeah. busy dealing with his wife in a coma. And right. I just, I just think mom. that the episode would have been. I mean, does I, he? He complains about his mom being. He does complain about sauce. Sauce, like drunk. Yeah. sauce yeah. as he would say. <laughs> I think I don't know. This has probably been said before, Zooted. but I feel like James is a manic pixie dream boy. <laughs> that's a great. That's a like, great. He only yeah. exists to be fallen in love with. He has that is hardly any personality so behind that. He doesn't have any substance. No one knows no. what he does. I no. think he fixes his bike, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Which we haven't seen him ride in forever. No, yeah. 
Yeah. He's, We've seen he's it outside pretty, when he says, boy who rides a bike. Why? That's really good. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's parked on the side. He has yeah. feelings. He has feelings. <laughs> that's all we know. You're like, uh, excuse me, he has feelings. <laughs> He's like, what do we stop talking about him like that? I he guess, has feelings. I guess, I guess uh, bikers just feel more than the rest of us. But um, <laughs> Brad, do you want to you wanna t- talk on the subject? I, I can't confirm that that is correct. Um, <laughs> Brad got a bike. Big bike guy. I th- oh, I, I was going to say, Brad's dating a biker. But, um... Uh, so she wears leather and she loves me. <laughs> so the thing about this scene is I know I that that process that. I'm sorry. I think they only shot that scene the way they did for sake of time. Mm. Okay, we'll just shoot a single on both of them. She's like, so that I don't have, have to, to worry about these shots. dumb characters. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cool. Um, so then Madeline holds James' hand and Donna enters. Misunderstanding the gesture, she tells him how much she liked Harold and storms out. Yeah, well, she's like, he's smart, charming, unlike anyone that I know. Yeah. And she's like, why are you acting like this? Like, why don't you hold hands and figure it out or something like that? Mm-hmm. James is so obtuse Yeah, when it comes to yeah, love. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he is. But for, for, for someone who feels so much, he he's thinks so little. He's such an idiot. He's so as, dumb, he's so as Laura dumb. says. Yeah. My thing about that is that, first of all, if a girl came in and, like, s- talked like that to me, not that, like, it's disrespectful, but more of just been like, you're effing nuts. Like, I'm not going to... I've lost there my traction here, for you. Okay. Dick who, is trying to have a conversation right now. Foppish? You're, oh, yeah. yeah. You're um, interrupting really? them. Yeah. Donna? Uh, excuse me. My mixtape is playing on the freaking thing <laughs> I right got now. them to play my single. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's That's playing true. for another five times, so you better not keep going on and on and on. <laughs> Um, you hear it? Because it just came back on. Oh. So why don't you just get that? When is Maddie supposed to be going home? The funeral was over a week I ago. And she's just like, I'll stay. My house is the house is nuts that I'm in. She literally says that they're seeing episode, stains on the carpet and yeah, crawling over furniture. This is nice. It would be so funny if this was playing the whole scene and Dick Tremaine goes, What is this? Like, like, like <laughs> We should play this in the department store. <laughs> I, I feel like James is the type of person to claim himself as a musician, but he's only ever Absolutely. written one song. <laughs> but that song's on Bandcamp, and he you know he sends it to everybody he knows. It's it's part of his tag on the end of emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's his Instagram bio. What SoundCloud? What is if if Harold uh, is the Tumblr energy? What's James? I think you just nailed it. I think he has yeah. Bandcamp energy. Yeah. Like, well, like fake Bandcamp yeah. energy. Yeah, because like, Bandcamp is cool. I think it's a bit like Twitter energy. I was just about to say yeah. that. Yeah. Because well, uh, well, I feel I like know. he'd be subtweeting all the time. Yeah. After true. Donna left. Why? <laughs> just in all caps as a tweet. Well, just like, feeling really emotional right now. Just like, like that. James. going to go James, for a ride. James would be on Twitter, but he'd be following like 2,000 people and, and have like, like 300 followers. Because <laughs> he's a loser. <laughs> you know? And his, his profile picture is his bike. Oh my gosh, that's great. And then and then Dick right. is is LinkedIn. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Dick is Instagram for oh, sure. Instagram Dick is well. LinkedIn. Yeah. He's always he's Dick is outfit of the day. That oh is he's oh, he's yeah. the king of that. He, I feel like Dick's part of an MLM. He's an influencer. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like he's definitely trying to recruit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He's he's any guy who ever bought from the Horns Department store is like, "Hey, what are you doing next summer?" Like, <laughs> yeah. You want to sell uh some uh I don't know what they sell. I sell suits yeah. to underprivileged. Sometimes youth. I wonder if it was if this show came out not in the '90s, how many like how many of Cliches these characters would, would oh, be yeah. homosexual? Because, I know, right? Uh, yeah, Dick's 
Dick's definitely not. Oh yeah, flying straight. He you know? he he's at he's at least bi. Yeah, like, at least for yeah. sure. It's an eccentric fellow. But it's interesting that he like. What was that show that was like? Was it Will and Grace. Will it was kind of early. They had a yeah. gay character in that show, right? I think they had two gay characters. I think Will and Will and Grace. Oh no, Grace is a woman. I've never watched it. I don't know. I just know that Megan Mullally was on. When it. was that out? Late nineties, early thousands. Good for them. Um, I early think... thousands. 2000. I know. That's just aughts. a funny thing to say. I'm not going to say aughts. Um, Blackie. Okay, now we're about to hard, hard, like, e-break. If, if this was a motorcycle, of, you'd say a <laughs> Blackie and Emery tie up Audrey, and Emery makes a video of her. Emery and Blackie argue over whether their plan will work. That's not what happens! They give her heroin. That's the yeah. important they, part they of that scene. That. But they do argue they about... They that. Because they're, they're trying to, like, blackmail Ben Warren, who, yeah. jokes on you, doesn't care about his yeah. children, so... Well, jokes on you, he can't put two and two together, because later in the episode, Cooper's like... She's, she called me. She said I was on a talk. It's the only place I was at that night when I was on a talk. I know. Was, was right. at here. I was thinking that. And, but Ben like, Horn knows he was at One-Eyed Jack. He does? Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure he does. Isn't that the reason why Jerry's like, hey, we got an SNAG? Brad's peeing right now while he's thinking. I can't think straight with a bladder full of urine. Uh, I don't remember. Anyway. Blackie They're gives giving me... Audrey a heroin. Blackie gives me some... Reddit energy. Oh yeah, this is so stupid. I hate. <laughs> Sorry, it. I'm done. I'm done. This. No, no, We're no, that's cool. Going. No, she's got. Uh, anyway, yeah. Only what? Fans. Energy. Oh, don't say no, only. I was, I was not gonna say that. Her sister, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. At the station house, the one-armed man shows Harry his cl- selection of boots. He sees a picture of Bob and reacts strongly. It's about right. He is, he's okay. he doesn't react he like that's a handsome he man. He starts getting medically like <laughs> he gets dazed. He has to take some medicine. And yeah. He leaves and he yeah. goes to the bathroom. And Brad said, I don't want to get old. Uh, yeah. um, that would just suck to get old, Suck guys. to be old. I don't think that happened because he, he was old. I think it happened because he's addicted to heroin as well. I think it happened because his arm is missing. Um, Jeez. Shelly meets Harry and Cooper in the station, and they ask for a statement regarding Leo, but she refuses to say anything against him. Cooper escorts her out the door and tells Harry that he believes her reasons to be an insurance scam, like, but it's oh, not true. He's like, oh, because you're just so in love with your husband. Also, no Bobby this episode. Yeah. yeah, no Bobby. Bobby is implied to be the man that came up with this master mm-hmm. insurance scheme, mm-hmm. which he is, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like Harry would have reacted strongly of any, if of anyone, to see Shelley coming into the station house. Be like, Shelley, I knew you killed him. Yeah, and then I you, know you, killed you, hear, you hear Andy in the background. Agent Cooper, do you know who it is? <laughs> Agent Cooper. It's so stupid. All right. The one-armed man struggles with his medicine in a bathroom stall and has a seizure. Okay, so is this med- is this medicine? Is this actual medicine? Because it says with the man without he chemicals. He out when he's in the thing. I think it's heroin. I, I think, think it's heroin too. Do you think? I don't know. Might I don't know be. how functional Maybe you'll not. be on heroin. He just pulls be like, it out oh, in let me front go of some boots. Uh, I almost said. He pulls it out in front of Sheriff Truman. I always want to say Agent Truman or I almost said Brother Truman. He does. He does. Let's not read into that. Yeah, he pulls that out from him. So, they should pulls give him his medicine. <laughs> they should give him his medicine. They should. Yeah, they find I'll it on the ground. And I know how like... to administer this to you. Oh yeah, they're like, that old man dropped his medication. Like, he needs nanny, to stay. Nanny, and, and, nanny. and Cooper's like, we need him off of his prescribed medicine. That's why I'm saying maybe it is out. heroin. 
Yeah, that's why I think it's maybe heroin. Also, the fact that he's doing it, if he's he's stabbing himself in the in the arm, right? I don't know. Or in the shoulder. He tried to. Yeah. Like he's and, trying to. And, so how does he do that? It's with just, one arm. It's just like I know. Yeah. Right? Also, okay, like that makes sense. I'm you're just kidding. Have, I don't know. I, I, you're like it's simple, like, really. It's just right. like this, like this motion, like. He, really me as a one-armed motion. heroin addict. Uh, he also doesn't need to go. You could do it your leg easily. We can probably stop here. We don't want to. Yeah. He, he also <laughs> about disabled. He, he also doesn't seem to need to go to the bathroom to do that. Huh? Like he could just like roll up his legs. If it was just clearly. regular medicine, yeah, yeah. He, he wouldn't need to like hide. Yeah. yeah. He wouldn't have to say like, That's "Oh, true. I must go but to the then, bathroom now." Anyways, he starts freaking out in the bathroom. And he talks to it says right here he talks to Bob and says he is after him now. More of just like he's just declaring to the world. Bob wasn't there. Really sweaty, smacks around the bathroom, flushes the toilet while he's smacking around the bathroom. Yeah. It was, it, they showed that clip in the next time on Twin Peaks for the last episode, and it's alarming. It's a cool clip. Shit, yeah. Cooper follows a marching band out of the hotel elevator and t- tells Ben about Audrey's phone call. It's Cooper's reaction to having to be in the elevator with them is hilarious. We rewound that. Oh my gosh, times. that's good. He asks if there's trouble at home for the horns. Ben tells Cooper that Audrey has gone missing before and warns him to keep away from Audrey. That's all it says right here, but I'm just going to say, Ben Horn is like on... He's going to park on... his jalopy outside of a different yeah. window. Is what yeah. he says. Okay, so do we think Audrey's had multiple boyfriends before this? Because Ben Horn no. makes it sound like he's had to shoot buckshot at a lot of them. Also, I'm going to say, I'm going to, another thing that I feel I have a problem with, I don't think Ben Horn would care. Yeah. yeah. If she was dating anyone. No. Mm, no. Yeah. He has to kind of play, like, pretend to be mildly Protective concerned about her well-being. Dad. There is a part, I think it hasn't come up yet, so I don't know if I should say this, but... No. Do you yeah. know what part I'm talking I about? I think so. Where she's like, yeah. there, uh-huh. and she's like, I've never, yep. you know? Yes. So yep. I yeah. doubt it. Yeah. That's that's my big thing. Yeah. But, um... I I just also I just look at the people in Twin Peaks and I don't think she'd be interested in anyone. Yeah. There's literally a part right. in the pilot where she accidentally like almost like rubs up next to James while sliding by a locker and she literally like, like ooh like <laughs> like I don't like you. Okay. Yeah, I think obviously a lot of guys are into her and that's why he says that is because like obviously yeah. she's amazingly beautiful and yeah. any guy would want to date her. It'd be funny if Cooper reacted to Ben Horn the way that um Albert reacted to Harry. He's like, grabs him by the collar, like, I love your daughter. <laughs> like, just like breaks it down. Put sunglasses on. Uh, we have developed an acquaintance. Okay, we're kind of split here at acquaintance. Three Fish and the Percolator on the whole Cooper Audrey thing. Have become acquainted. Okay. <laughs> What's the split? Well, I am uh-huh. one. I'm like, even including controversy, I ship Audrey Cooper. Okay. Their chemistry yeah. is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Right. Brad is pulls himself back from that because just because he wants her. Yeah. In, re- <laughs> I don't know. in real life, men who are old dating high school women is disgusting. Right. Okay, but in but this situation, this is fine. More than fine. Um, <laughs> we just keep on saying that. No, the answer is it's gross. That's the correct uh, answer. It is a little gross, but. There are but. a number of relationships in Twin Peaks with older men and younger women. Yeah. They're all disgusting. And they're all kind of gross. Let me tell a lot you something. of them ended in murder. So. Let, me, let me tell you something right now. First of all, uh, Cooper seems like he'd be the more innocent one in the relationship. 
Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong on that. <laughs> I might be wrong about that. Equal. Yeah. I think so too. They've he's he's innocent in an adorable way. Married. He's had a girl. Has he? He's been married. I thought so. I think he's had a girlfriend. <clears throat> oh. He had he had a heartbreak that led to trouble. Is okay. what he said last okay. season. Okay. Okay. While firing a gun. Um. Here he's like, put my effing goggles on. I'm like two feet from you. I I goggles. I just ear most. My goggles on. My my ear goggles. Personally, I feel like I'm split on the Cooper Audrey thing. Yeah. Because I do think my it's mind's creepy. Tell me no. Yeah. But my body. But I do. So I do think. I do think they have good yes. character chemistry. Oh, they do. absolutely. But the high school old man thing. Is... I think the thing that helps me is that their actors' age difference isn't that big. Yeah. And that's all I need. Right. So. That's enough for me. Um, the fandom says. An Asian man eavesdrops on their conversation of Falls Cooper. That's it. Yep. Just he, like, mis- he literally did the same exact thing last episode. <laughs> like, yeah. he was just there. And the fandom yeah. said the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah. I know. He's really into the newspaper. Well, he's, he's titled Asian man in the credits. In the credits. Really? Yeah. Yep. Audrey lies on her bed. He's a so man. Sad. He a got ma- cast as Asian man. I know. He has he has more to do in the future. I know. Besides just more be to Asian. do than just be an it's Asian. Just, man. It's just unfortunate that they named the Asian man. Like I, why so couldn't they have set that behind they just said mysterious newspaper. man or something? Yeah, like mysterious man. Audrey lies on her bed. A man named Jean pulls a veil from her face and gives her a caramel and a shot. A woman stands I hate nearby this part. holding his tools. Yeah, I hate this part. Hate. It's but it says it's Brad's favorite line. He's mentioned it. Candy is dandy. Eh? Um, Candy is dandy. Eh? Well, the, the 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 him saying "eh," that's right, brings me to believe that he's French Canadian. <laughs> Candy's dandy, eh? Eh. Because we tr- yeah. I don't know where the heck these brothers are from. No, no one knows. They're from hell. <laughs> a man I, named John. I feel like they've got to be half brothers. There's no way they none no. of them look alike at all. I guess no. Bernie and Jacques a little bit, but Jean. No. It, and does it go Jean, Jacques, Bernie in age? I can't I remember. Every time anything happens in the show, the writers are like, either they have two buttons on their desk, kill a Renault brother, introduce a new Spawn Renault Renault brother. brother. <laughs> 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 All right, we need one more. It's like That's Hydra. Really you funny. kill one, but another <laughs> yeah, always. Yeah, two grow, two more grow back. <laughs> That's great. That's Blackie plays a surveillance, surveillance tape of Cooper at the casino, and Emery informs her that Cooper is in the FBI. Jean Renault stands behind them with the woman, Blackie's sister. Jean says he will be the middleman for Audrey's ransom, so Ben will never know that Blackie and Emery are behind it. In exchange, Emery and Blackie will bring him the bring him the man responsible for his brother's death, Agent Cooper. Jean says they cannot let the girl live. Um so are am I led to believe that the Renault brothers and Blackie both have siblings <laughs> who hang out somewhere not one night from each other yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's so bizarre there's like we have a more high functioning brothel like elsewhere and we have to come clean up your guys' crap Mm -hmm. like we're the older siblings and we also date yeah for me from like a critical standpoint i feel like this is this is like the start of a thread yeah i feel like this episode starts some threads totally that i don't care about yeah i agree i think the important part in this scene is they're after Ben Cooper. I mean, or, Ben Cooper. They're after Agent Cooper. Agent Cooper. And that they, Jean's like, we got to kill Audrey Horn. Yeah, which that's, that's all you really like. Doesn't sound smart because you get her addicted to heroin and you let her free. And then, like, her credibility of what she remembers is going to be, like, nil. Right. 
Right. And so why kill her, which is blood on your hands and more like leading you for prison? I don't, I don't know. And why waste all why that would... good heroin? And That's why waste all that gorgeous, perfect girl? Waste all that product. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about the heroin. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Cooper enters Harry's office with coffee and donuts. Harry reports that Josie called, saying she will be back the next day. Harry asks to see her first alone, and Cooper permits it. Hawk reports gross. Hawker report Hawk Hawker Hawk reports that he found a boarded up White House by the lake. I did not catch this when we were watching this. So Hawk, in a day, went to the White House, came back, um, all the way. Not the, the White actual White House. And it's like Corey. To the White House. <laughs> Saw Corey. Hawk Step reports that he found a boarded up White House by the lake and is trying to to discover whose it is. Harry asks them if they have seen Gerard, the one-eyed, one-armed man, as the one-eyed he... one-eyed man. <laughs> one-eyed man, sorry. Nadine's next. Uh, <laughs> the one-armed man, as he never came back from the bathroom. Cooper searches the bathroom and finds Gerard's... Gerard is his last name. Philip Gerard's needle and medicine. Without chemicals, he points, Cooper says, and wants to find the one-armed man. A hospital orderly cuffs Nadine to her bed. Doc Hayward tells Big Ed that she ripped through the two pairs of leather <laughs> restraints the previous night and that her adrenaline levels are high. He tells Ed to talk and, or sing to her. As Ed sings, what song is it, guys? On top of the jokey, all, all covered with cheese. I lost my poor meatball. If, if he had sang that, that version, she would have woken up thinking she was eight years old. Or Italian. Mm. <laughs> As Ed sings, Nadine grips his hands, sits up, and snaps the cuffs. She claps spasmodically and chants a cheer. She begins talking to Ed, seeming to think she's 18 and about to try out for the cheerleading squad. So here's my question, and it has nothing to do with the scene, is that Philip Gerard, in the first two episodes of this season, walked into... So first episode, he walks into the sheriff's station. He's like, where's, a, where's Sheriff Cooper? And Lucy's like, oh, he's not here right now. He's like, I'll wait. Then yeah. he's never seen again. Oh, but he seems so intense both episodes, and then he's just like, "Oh, I just want to sell you shoes." Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> then up, he like. doesn't have his medicine, and he's like, "I'm coming for Bob." Yeah. So yeah. what was going on? Well, Maybe he did I have, have his medicine. I have. Was he having theory. low blood sugar? I have okay. a theory, and it gets into spoiler territory. So okay, we'll talk later. It. We'll leave it alone. Either way, it's strange. Yeah. <sighs> so Nadine thinks she's 18. How do you feel about that kind of? I'm scared. Okay. That you think you should be. That's I think she's Bob. Yep. I'm afraid. Cooper and Harry enter Jacoby's room at the hospital. His wife, a young Hawaiian woman, rubs his that's feet. That's his wife? Yeah, it's yeah that's what he said. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on uh, Jacoby? Uh, I think Jacoby is probably, I don't know. Why maybe is he's he such a creep? That. I feel like he'd lie disgusting. about that. Why her, is he such a creep? Her being his wife, I don't think it's true. Do you think that's such a creepy? Thing here's to another do. thing that we're split on. Do you think Jacoby has banged Laura? Oh, gosh. oh I hate this question. Dear, uh, <laughs> oh jeez. Don't answer his sinful question. Short it's answer show. is I think it's likely. I think so too. Because yeah. it's gross. Yeah, but I think... him in the tie. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I never would have given myself his sunglasses. In that picture, Kenna, what's your rating on the foot rub he was getting? Out of ten feet, I would have been there and felt it for myself. Oh, okay. You know the kind of person she is. What? She just seems like a nice lady. Oh. She also yeah, seems to true. do this a lot for him. Is that a magnet? No. <laughs> do you need some Adderall? I don't know. 
Cooper helps to hypnotize Jacoby and he walks him through Jacques' murder. Jacoby says he knows the murderer of Jacques. So, okay. Donna brings the orchid to Laura's grave and tells Laura about her new relationship with James. She says that she loves James, but it is a mess and that Laura's problems are still the center of her life. Love this scene. Laura Flynn Boyle points to the stands and knocks the ball out of the park. Missing where she pointed, grave. but she still got a home run. Yeah, it's great. I love it. It's 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 a great character moment. It makes sense. It's good drama. It's cool. It makes me yeah. care about a character I don't care that much about. Yeah, great I do job. Think this is one of Donna's stronger scenes. moments. It's like one take to most of it. Oh yeah, I thought you were saying it's like you read the wiki and like that was done in one take. No, I'm just and saying she walked off the set. It's just one shot. I don't know. James visits Madeline to say that he cannot find Donna and that his mother came home. They almost kiss, then hold each they other. They kind of do kiss. They do kiss. Yeah, like I don't know why it says that. They kiss after she realizes that he's flaming hot. That's what she <laughs> says. She, she's like, you're piping hot. hot. Yeah, and then she's you like, got a fever. let's see if this cools you down. He's like, no, you're hot. <laughs> more Maddie. No, you. <laughs> no, you're hot. This won't help. <laughs> I have a fever. Donna finds them and suddenly leaves with James chasing her out. Why? Um, that was really Donna! good. Leland comforts Maddie, who is upset that people think she's like Laura. Cooper and Harry wait in the doorway and arrest Leland for the murder of Jacques Renault. Them showing up in, in the in the doorway is creepy. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It's it is crazy. They just appear. It is alarming. It's out of nowhere. Also, Leland getting arrested for the murder of Jacques Renault. When I first watched it, and even now, I was like, oh my gosh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I just, I was like... This is happening. It's like, what's going to happen? Yeah. It's wild. Leland. Because well, we know that he killed Jock. Yeah. Well, it's just crazy how fast this character flip-flops. I know. Like one one I moment know, he's you're, like, like terrified person, of him, yeah. and one moment you're you're feeling bad for him. Yeah. He's great. He's amazing. I yeah. love Ray Wise and yeah. his hair. Um, Here's the last, here's the last part of the episode. Ooh. Mm. Harold answers a knock at his door. Donna tells Harold that she is tired of being patient with James. Harold comforts her and asks, who's James? No, I'm just kidding. Harold comforts her and leaves to get her a drink. Donna strokes a flower and opens a notebook. The Diary of Laura Palmer. Palmer. Was he getting her an alcoholic drink? She is underage. Oh, shoot. Harold's creepy Um, ass. Harold Smith, you've just been canceled. Canceled. That's... He, would, he would be the type of guy to know what to put in a girl's exactly. drink. Yeah. Can you imagine being a fan of Twin Peaks? The Secret Diary of Laura Palmer is published in between seasons, a week before second season starts airing. Mm. You read that puppy real quick, and then they introduce that in the show, and you're just like, oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. That would have been oh, me. Oh, yeah. That's right, Bundy gross. vibes from him, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now Cro- that we're done. Crocodile Bundy. Crocodile Bundy. Crocodile Bundy? Now that we've gone through the episode, let's uh, head on over to the... Cute Cooper uh, corner. No, we got to go to the Red Room first, homegirl. And we're going to talk about the supernatural forces of Twin Peaks. Fine. I like this on Saturdays more. Yeah. It's better than it doing is, like Thursday kind of night. Nice. Yeah. But I think we should do it earlier in the day yeah. if we do it in the, cool. like, like 10 a.m. You look like you just, like you're, you're about to Hit cry. I slept horribly last night. The had to work its way through my body. I'm sorry. Was that the first dose or the second dose? First dose. What? First was worse for me. The first uh, was worse for me? Pfizer? 
Moderna? Moderna? I had Moderna. Moderna, okay. Moderna crew. I've heard, in my experience talking to people, Moderna, the first one's worse. That's how it was for me. Okay, that's interesting. Moderna, first one was awful for me. Moderna, second one, I took it now. Yeah, Pfizer is the opposite. Yeah. Interesting. I also heard that if you've had the COVID before, that the second dose doesn't Is, affect you, but yeah, the first one does. Well. Mm. Interesting. I've also heard that if you take the Pfizer vaccine, you grow a third arm. I already have. Sick. So, supernatural forces. People, um, there are more Airbud movies than people have died from the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I don't know if I was supposed to laugh at that, but it's funny. That's just a lot of Airbud movies. <laughs> Supernatural forces. The only one I can come up with right now is that Leland recognized that man. Recognized. Yeah. Have you seen this man? It's horrifying. And he would say, "Do you want to play with fire, little boy?" It's really spooky. Yeah. I remember something else that, that is... I was like. Well, we could also talk about um, one-armed man. Yeah. In the bathroom. Clues. Yeah. I'm coming for you, Bob. Uh, that was also something. Yep. Because we all know that one-armed man. He's all. He's all up in this business. Oh, yeah. Because Cooper dreamed him first. Right. And then he saw him. I guess, yeah, without chemicals, he points. So that part was kind of resolved. That's um, the third clue. Mm-hmm. It's the third episode. They're he already, already burned here. through What's every the clue. What's the clues. second one? The second one. The so, are not what they seem. They haven't really. No, that's not the second one, is it? Wasn't it? Because the first one was. No, no because Al's are not what they seem. It's the just the first one bag. was the smiling bag. First is smiling bag. Second, second was. The owls, right? Yeah, the owls are not. No, 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 no. And then the third one. Is I swear it's the owls. You dumb, dumb. You're gonna do that thing where you look it up and <laughs> and then you and then, and then you're then gonna you stand make a dumb, dumb face and you're gonna walk out the room. Yeah. I've never done that before. You done that twice already. <laughs> twice already today. <laughs> Get out of your head. <laughs> there he goes. There he goes. That doesn't make any sense. What do you it, mean? He says, okay, all right. When does that one get resolved? That's what I'm saying. It doesn't, right? Not yet. Or I guess, uh, could it, no. I think there was something that he. He saw Bob as an owl in his dream. Would, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So that was kind of just like, eh. Mm. Do we consider what Garland told him about. Oh my gosh, that was Because does it say the owls are not what they seem? It says Cooper, Cooper. And oh, then in yeah. the the deep yeah. space thing, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, spooky. Yeah. That was so cool. <sighs> so first one's a smiling bag. Jacques Renault. Mm-hmm. Second one it's is really Algernon. They seem deep the two space. Two of us that have seen the return. I know that they knew where they were going, and it's really horrifying to think about. Well, it's just dangle <laughs> in front of them. Um, spooky. Gives me the hebe. And then the, the third heebies. one is without chemicals, he points. So he's going to be able to help them one figure it out. Um, I guess that's kind of it. I don't know. Sadly, at this point, we can't tie a lot of stuff together yet. No, there so. wasn't a lot of supernatural stuff. No, there episode. wasn't. There was a lot more. There, so, there were so little, little tastes of yeah. the supernatural, but little, no deep dives. It was, it was, we were doing Costco supernatural stuff this, right. this episode. Little, little, little samplers. All right, but I, I think we should. Samplers. Costco without the membership. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Are you guys, are we good to head over to the double R and uh, talk yeah. about some other things? Let's get it.
you guys want to do next Saturday? Do you want to join us again? You don't have to. Okay. I'm down. Good. You can if join you us for any future again, ep- If I haven't ruined your podcast. No, you can join us for any future episodes you want to. You can also not join us. So the first segment in the double R is Kenneth Cute Cooper Corner. Break it down. So basically the main one is the elevator thing I yeah. thought was really adorable. I thought the, the whole band really comes adorable. out. Yeah. He goes out. He's just like pissed, but he doesn't know how to be pissed. Like, that's like just Cooper's version of being angry. He's like, <sighs> yeah, just, just like slightly slight exasperated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. He's so cute. I just realized the double, which is the next segment after this, but I just want to throw something <gasps> by you. What about um, when he's talking about his dream and Albert makes fun of him? He goes, no, it was my pinky ring. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. What that you was really take your cute. Magic beans. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Um, like, no, it was my ring. My pinky ring. It was really adorable. Doubles, one I just thought of is Albert mentions <clears throat> practicing color guard when Ronette's freaking out, and then we see a marching band. Oh, okay. Oh. Wow, um, that's very... Because, uh... like, they didn't have to do that, obviously. No, they didn't. And yeah. they could have done anything else in the elevator to yep. make that funny. How interesting would Twin Peaks be if Laura Palmer served on the color guard and that was a subplot but she did how much more interesting I think I take your more we got a spin-off series about the color guard yeah I think that's I'd what be we, into that. we deserve yeah yeah so that's the only double I have um mm-hmm. I guess siblings that we didn't know showing up yeah we got a Renault sibling and we got uh Blackie's sister yeah um I think both. Uh, I mean, there's Donna and or not Donna, both Audrey and Ger- Phil Gerard on heroin. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say two two needles in this episode. I want to see what Sheriff Harry S. Truman full name is. Harry S. Truman. Harry. Hmm. Hello. That was my stomach. <laughs> I must be really hungry. By the way, do you guys edit these or do you just... We edit I them. edit them. You just throw yeah. it out there. <laughs> just raw. <laughs> um, it no, doesn't watch. say... Penis! Nice. Now he has to... That'll, nope, that's going to stay in. Okay, sorry. So, China. Cool. China. <laughs> so my main, China. my main question about Harry S. Truman is, does he... Is his full name Harold? Because if so... Harold Smith, Harry mm. S. Truman. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. Where is it? <laughs> I did notice something this episode, and again, I'm sorry. I feel like I did you're this fine. a lot, but no, you're spoiler fine. territory. Oh. Um, washing hands oh, was yeah. brought up. Yeah. When um, would you like to wash your hands? Donna shows up. Yeah. And washing hands, fire walk with me. Yep, There's a very totally. interesting scene involving washing hands. You, you would be surprised how many doubles are pulled from the show, the original show, and the return. And like mm-hmm. ones that like I'm only now realizing rewatching. It's about cool. to get it's about to get crazy. Pretty crazy. Um I guess the other double is like Dick Tremaine and um James's boner when he <laughs> I was like gonna say, where with, is this going? With <laughs> Oh, I guess maybe not, but Maddie at the diner 
And that's why he doesn't stand up when Donna gets there. <laughs> oh, I have a double. That's why his hands. His hands on the table. One, one hand is on the table. He's trying to cover it up. I have another double. That's why he yells the, why. The type of plaids that why? Dick is wearing. Yes, those Two are double. That's true. Different plaids. That's true. Um, I guess we have two foot rubs now in the whole show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I Unfortunately. guess. Yes. Unfortunately. Quote, unquote. I would like more. Okay. Question of the week. Um, can you match cocaine to cocaine? I just, I don't know. Like, it, like it's the same batch. Like. Yeah, I think you can. Mm. Uh, this guy got as crazy as the other guy who snorted it. <laughs> I bet you can. My question is, if they know Leo has cocaine. I don't think so. Well, I guess he's a vegetable right now, so that's yeah. why they haven't arrested him. He's going to wake up, and he's going to think he's 18. Yeah. <sighs> when he's actually 19. Here's, here's 17 my, again. Here's my actual question. If you had a loved one, romantically, who you maybe didn't like that much anymore, and she fell into a coma and woke up and thought she was 18, would you stick around? No. Yeah, I wouldn't stick around either. I wouldn't. I would no. be like, I would I would literally go Well, walk out. Well, yeah, obviously you. if you didn't like them, that's they're not like easy out. Like she doesn't think they're married. Interacting with someone right. That's going to think that that's they're 18 or well, some kind of whatever. Yeah. And a Hulk. Does, does that's be... why you should not wait till someone's in a, a situation of need. You know, like if you're if you don't like someone and they're of able body and whatever, you should just tell them that you don't like them. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Also, like, oh, but now this person's can... ill. Perfect time Perfect for time me, to, for me leave. to leave. Like, but if freaking they also uh, have like superhuman Steve strength Jobs with his wife. I think I would have I would have paid good money for a spinoff series of Nadine and the Winter Soldier, or something you like that. You know, George yeah. Lopez, his wife gave him a kidney and he divorced her after she gave him a kidney. In real life, yeah. Did did he marry her because he needed a kidney? <laughs> <laughs> He's like anyone really with a kidney. Anyone. <laughs> oh my god. That's insane. It was a ploy the whole time. But is this like a Dr. Seuss thing where like as soon as he got the kidney, he was like prenup or like what? Because Dr. Seuss had a wife who had cancer. And he was cheating on her, and then when she died, he married his mistress. Wait, why did you play this? How did how did she die? Cancer. She had cancer. Are we sure? Uh, I guess we're not. Or is Doctor Seuss? He was that cat in that hat. I think not, because he used a pseudonym. Okay. So now that we know the Mikhaev. Married women and stolen their kidneys and left them. At this point in the show, we go to two different segments. Okay. The first one is favorite scene. Everyone picks their favorite scene for the show. If someone else has selected the scene, you cannot select it. All right. This week, Brad goes first. I think Phil Gerard in the bathroom is probably my favorite scene. I think that scene's cool. I think I think it's awesome too. Him freaking out and everything, and yeah, I also love first his choice, character. Okay. And uh, yeah, do I do the favorite character thing now, or should I? No, wait? no, no, just wait. Okay. Okay. I gotta go next. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, my favorite scene from this episode is the one where uh, Leland 
sees the picture of Bob. Oh, yeah. And says, I know this man. Do you know this man? Um, and then tells the story about how he would flick matches at him yeah. as a kid. I just think it's first, upon first viewing, I was like, whoa, that's, that's wild. Yeah. And then now knowing what I know, which is not everything, like that scene carries a lot more weight with it. That is great. That's true. You're up Skeeter. I feel like, well, did you know that this podcast, which is called Three Fish and Percolator, was originally going to be called, Do You Want to Play with Fire, Little Boy? Oh. End, end quote, Flesh Bob. World. End quote. Flesh World. <laughs> end quote, Leland Palmer, semicolon, Wayne Flesh World Weekly. Nice. <laughs> I love it. McKenna, favorite scene. Oh, I can go? Yep. Okay, I was nervous. That you were You're going to have go. to go last? Yeah, because I was going to, I was scared that you might say the scene. Um, no, come on, get going, get crazy. I want to know what it is because I want to see if it was my scene with um, Truman and oh. Agent. Um, what's his name? Sorry, Sheriff Cooper. Truman and Agent. Oh, or Albert. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great. Scene. It's so great cool. Scene. It's so good. It, it, I, I was like not expecting it at all. It was cool because I have hated him. To be honest with you, I, I haven't liked his character very much. I've just been like, you're annoying, but you're like a good actor. Albert King's ass. Yeah. That one's super very, fun. Very mm. I think my favorite scene is probably. You talked about Donna screaming at the gravestone. That's probably that my favorite one. I was trying to think. This episode is heavy on like development, not heavy on big moments though. Yeah. And you guys took all the big moments. That's why I was, I was scared to go. Did we forget that that was? Shut up, bitch. Um, okay, sorry. No, I just wanted it at the end. Oh, that wasn't for you. That was for the song. Oh. Okay. Um, this one's for you. Let me. Think. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> I was gonna find a different time. one. I'm sorry. I was gonna try to do something nice. And I'm I was like, like eh. calling a woman a bitch. Yeah, it's really funny. I tried really to think funny. of something else. I'm sorry. All right. Now we pick who won the episode. This one's a little bit more confusing. Sorry. This one's a tad bit more confusing because you can pick something that someone else has picked, but also it's not in the sense of like, like you could say Laura Flynn Boyle won the episode or Donna won the episode. You can pick okay. the actor or you like their performance is great or what the character actually the character did. Freaking right. stop! Is it the same rules as the last one? No double picks? No, there can be double picks. Okay. But Brad's going to go first. The rules are arbitrary. It's like, whose line is it in? Um, I'm gonna, I Brad's like, having trouble thinking. I feel like that. I gotta go again with... Uh, I gotta go again with the guy that plays Philip Gerard because that scene is really cool and like we were talking about how he... It's kind of like Leland where he can go emotionally just like everywhere. That guy's either in like complete distress, losing his freaking marbles, sweating... And, like, I'm totally convinced by it. Or he's just being this friendly man who sells shoes. And I think that's really cool. Al Strobel. Al Strobel. So, sure, Al. This one's for you. Babe. Let's play that hot track for Al. Tonight on Three Fish and a Burglator. This one's for you. This one's for you, Al. All right, McKay. Hit us with uh, Um, who won the episode for you. I'm going to take a page from your book, 
Harrison and say <laughs> Donna. Um, I, I thought th- you were going to say God for a second. And God. And God, God won this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I feel God in this Chili's tonight. I felt the spirit so strong. R.I.P. Um, Welcome to Chili's, guy. I think I Donna goes to later. some weird places in season two. Yeah. Um, and this is an episode that kind of bounces back from those weird places. Yep. And uh, gives her some emotion and some depth that we don't really see a lot of. Yep. And uh, what's the actress that plays her? Laura Flynn Boyle. Yeah, Laura Flynn Boyle. She did a great job in this episode. Um, yeah, I'm going to say Donna, Laura okay. Flynn Boyle. All right. Kenna, who won the episode for you? I don't really For you. Know. It doesn't have to be in general, but for you. Because mine is a very personal pick. I'm telling you all right now. <laughs> okay. Um... Don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> yeah, you know. But I was actually going to choose Mr. Creepy Plant Boy. Oh, oh yeah. great choice. Probably the correct answer, he was honestly. he was yeah. in my running. But are you gonna pick the actor or are you picking the, the actual uh, character? Uh, well, I guess I'll pick the I'll pick the character. Because I he, like the vibe he, that he, he was checks off up in on the, Donna. Yeah. Like, I, I'm I'm an educated man who knows I know style. about plants I'm and fit. about I'm fit drugging fit. girls mm. and being creepy. Yeah, yeah. I was a mystery to Laura. Mm. She's a mystery yeah. girl. So, Sorry. who won the episode for me? Shirley. Huh. She can rock blonde hair or brunette That's so hair. like... <laughs> she won she's, because of the hair color. She's incredible. She is... I. She's just so... Um. She hasn't returned your emails, huh? She won't do my cameo requests. Because <laughs> um, she doesn't have a cameo. Because <laughs> she doesn't negotiate with terrorists. Um, she's She doesn't respond to threats well. I just think it's ridiculous that she can play two characters and just like... Kill them both. Yeah. Like, Maddie should not be as interesting to me as she is. I know. She's like... Yeah. She was meant to be like a side character, I feel like, but yep. she is not. Like, Have you great. seen Vertigo? I haven't. Oh. I'm sorry. No, it's cool. We're coming I up on some creepy yeah, stuff. I'm yeah. thinking about the next five episodes. Yeah. Actually, the next seven what episode episodes. Is this season two, three. Okay, so we got like next, yeah, five like more. the next seven or so episodes are incredible. This is this is my favorite era, of, or not era, but it's my favorite period of. When Twin do Peaks. we get to the lull? Like when I do we get to the? It's like episode ten. Episode no, it's like episode 12. twelve. Yeah. Yeah. I will of say 22. this. I say episode ten is like the last like one that's like really good. Yeah. I feel like I agree with you, Harrison. Like this section of Twin Peaks, I think has the highest of highs. Yep. But it also, like I mentioned earlier, starts some threads. Yep. That are just like why. We just really like care I literally about. don't care. It's like. I think season one overall was just tighter. I agree. Um, and season two is where I think it hits its stride, but as it's hitting its stride, it's yep. cons- like at the same yep. time, it's sort of losing it. Yep, I agree. Subtly, but you know, it's, it's it there. is. I think it's important to point out that what you're hearing at home is the actual water inside this percolator mm-hmm. that us four fish <laughs> are, are talking over. In. Well, that was season two, episode three. Um, the man behind glass. We'll see you guys only next three week. Episodes into the season, I feel like so much just happened. Th- this season two just is just 
Jam-packed. like wild. It, it it gets to work quickly. It's interesting because there's stuff like the one our man where it's like three episodes been building up just him selling shoes, mm-hmm. and other things where it's like they've already arrested Leland for killing, um, Jacques Renault. Jacques Renault. Which he did in the first episode, right? Uh, no, he did in the season one finale. Oh, you're right. I remember watching him be like, oh, what the heck? I mean, mm-hmm. it makes sense, but like, dang, boy. Well, next week we'll see you guys for the episode 11, Laura's Secret Diary. And uh, maybe we'll have, by the way, um, throughout season one, I was always teasing having a special guest on. McKay was that special guest I kept not being able to schedule. <laughs> so uh, we'll see you guys next week. Everybody have a uh, good week, all right? Be safe. Trevor Powers yeah. energy. Um, I feel like Twin Peaks has to have something to do with like the shoegaze mo- movement, you know? Absolutely.